With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fiancher reporting. Yesterday, the Clarion Goldfield Dow School Board presented the district's initial bargaining proposal to the CGD Education Association. Earlier this month, the association had proposed a two-year contract with a total package increase of 5.23% for 2023-24 and an increase of 2.2% for 2024-25, excluding insurance increases. The CGD board presented a counteroffer yesterday that all employees move their step and longevity index and add a flat $1,750 to each salary for 2023-24. Overall, this would be a total package increase of 4.37%. The board's offer for the second year was to move to a single salary schedule. All would start at the salary they ended with for 23-24 and receive an increase of $1,500. Overall, this would be a total package increase of 2.45%. The next exempt negotiations meeting was set for March the 2nd. The debate over removing books from public school libraries and curriculum continues at the Iowa Capitol. The House Oversight Committee held a hearing last night to quiz superintendents and school board presidents from six districts about the process for handling complaints. State Republican Representative Phil Thompson of Boone had questioned why the graphic novel Gender Queer remains in a West Des Moines school library. Thompson says the book is not age-appropriate contains obscenity. West Des Moines School Board President Jeff Hicks said, you can't take one image out of a context and taken as a whole, the 265-page book has literary value. The hearing ended abruptly after a partisan squabble between two lawmakers. Two weeks ago at a House Oversight Committee hearing, five women from a group Allied Moms for Liberty told lawmakers there are dozens of inappropriate books that should be removed from Iowa schools. Two of Governor Kim Reynolds' priorities for the 2023 Iowa legislature have already become law, but her plan to streamline state government remains under review. Reynolds says Iowa is spending $2,100 more per capita compared to Illinois, our neighboring state, which is not really known for being fiscally responsible. Reynolds has submitted a bill that's nearly 1,600 pages long to outline her plan to shrink the number of state agencies from 37 to 16. Critics of some of the proposals in the bill say Reynolds is trying to centralize more power in the governor's office, but the governor says it's about bringing more technology and efficiencies and collaboration and coordination. Reynolds says no staff will be laid off if her plan is approved, as it is, but more than 500 full-time positions in state government that are not currently filled would be eliminated. Last night, the Iowa Falls Police Department arrested 21-year-old Callista Polk of Iowa Falls for possession of marijuana and for possession of drug paraphernalia. Traffic was down on the state roadways in the last month of 2022. The DOT Stuart Anderson uh, tracks the numbers. Uh, Overall, our traffic in December was down 7% compared to our pre-pandemic December, uh, and it was down across all systems. Now, recent lower traffic volumes have been attributed to higher gas prices, but he says this time it looks like winter is to blame. Uh, we do attribute that to the severe weather we had the end of December and the impact on uh, travel on our public roadways. And that is uh, reflected that we do have preliminary January numbers, which are showing traffic is now 4% above uh, the pre-pandemic January. So we do think that is just a blip due to winter weather.
Anderson made his comments during the recent Iowa Transportation Commission meeting. Last week, the Sheffield City Council held a public hearing on whether or not the city should have one or two police officers. After the public hearing, council members discussed their reasons for one officer being chosen at the present time, with finances and the candidate pool making it hard to hire the right person. In other business, the Sheffield Council approved to advertise for the position of assistant city clerk and advertise for lifeguards and the pool manager. The Sheffield City Council also voted to open the city swimming pool over the Memorial Day weekend and close it for the season as the weekend when school starts. The Dumont City Council recently hired Chris Schreiber to become the city's water wastewater superintendent and maintenance worker. His son Levi Schreiber is Dumont's public works director. In other business, the Dumont City Council set March 16th at 7 p.m. as the date and time to hold a public hearing on the city's next fiscal year budget. The Community Foundation of Northeast Iowa's 2023 scholarship application deadline is 8 p.m. on March the 8th. Students may apply for scholarships available through the foundation by going to cfneia.org slash scholarships. Again, that's cfneia.org slash scholarships. The foundation awarded $635,781 in scholarships to high school, college, and adult students in 2022. The Community Foundation of Northeast Iowa has 23 affiliates, including those in Grundy, Butler, Franklin, Hardin, Floyd, and Cerro Gordo counties. And another winter storm is in the forecast. This one could be historic for areas just north of us. We will focus on this winter storm on today's Radio On The Go Newsmaker program with National Weather Service meteorologist Christy Carter out of Des Moines. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ following the news, weather, and obituaries with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.